You're listening to Podcast Rescue. I'm your host, Cliff Duvenois, and this is episode 22. Hey there, are you struggling with your podcast? Well, then let's change that. Here, we're going to share the strategies, tips, and tricks that you need to make your podcast a thriving part of your business. Welcome to Podcast Rescue. Hello, my fellow entrepreneurs. So I have talked ad nauseum about the power of niching down. And what I want to do is I want to share with you a recent conversation I had uh, with a with a client. And their question was around niching down. But he asked about niching down around whiskey. Can you really do that? Should you really do that? Well, this whole thing just made me laugh because nobody's ever asked me a question of, uh, like this before. But I've got a framework that I walk my clients through. So this is exactly what it boils down to and something for you to think about. Now, I talked about niching down based on geography and the power of doing that. Go back to listen to episode 14 if you haven't heard that one, because you really should. But niching down around whiskey? Well, to answer this question, what I want to do is I want to I share with you a story, probably one of the most powerful lessons that I ever learned about marketing. And yes, it comes from my real estate days. Now, my problem is, is back then I didn't understand that this was really what marketing was until I started working with a marketing coach. So here we go. So I'm in real estate. I got my real estate license. I'm a newly minted real estate agent. The brokerage that I was working with, they assigned me a coach. This person, this coach would help me to get my first couple of clients, help me get my first transactions through, and then she would get a percentage of the deal once it closed. During that time, we were talking about getting new customers, and she told me something that was absolutely interesting, but at the time, I dismissed it, and she said, you need to join clubs. I joined a ski club, and I'm the only real estate agent that's in there, and I've actually gotten deals from the club. Now, when she told me this, I remember thinking to myself, I don't have time to ski. I got bills to pay, so I didn't do it. I wrote it down, maybe someday pie in the sky, but my plan for getting clients right now is just do open houses which by the way, can work. I'm not trashing that at all. But what I missed out on was one of the most important aspects of my ideal customer avatar, and I completely overlooked it. And the thing is, is I didn't understand it until I really started getting into marketing. And that is this very simple question, what does my avatar love to do? How do they spend their weekends? Now for her, she joined the ski club. And she was able to build relationships with people in the ski club, casually remind them from time to time that she was in real estate. Now, if you think about it, people do business with people that they know, like, and trust. So when people, somebody in the ski club got ready to sell their home, she was the first person they thought about. Why? Because they knew her. They went skiing with her. They saw her on all the ski trips, right? They sat next to her at the ski lodge. Probably had some toasty beverages, right? And they just talked about everything. She was really good at building relationships with people. And if you think about it, that's what marketing is. Marketing is about building relationships with people. So my coach belonged to a ski club, right? Which covered her during those winter months. But she also belonged to a boating club, which covered just about everything else. Now, if you think about it from a real estate perspective, right? People who belong to ski clubs, people who belong to boating clubs, are usually a little bit more affluent, right? Higher priced homes, living in nice, nicer neighborhoods, right? So this was right up her alley. And she got clients from these clubs. 
So now if you think about it, right, bonus of this by talking about, you know, by joining boning clubs, skiing clubs, everything else like that, <laughs> she got to write all of her vacations off on her taxes. All she has to do is mention to somebody that she's in real estate. Guess what? The whole trip is a write-off. And she's having a boatload of fun while she's doing it. So how can this be a bad thing? I don't know. But anyways, somebody could sit there and say, yeah, Cliff, I get it. But how does this apply to podcasting, right? What about creating a podcast around whiskey? I don't get it. My business is not about whiskey. All right, well, let's take a step back. This is part of the framework that I use when I'm going with my clients, right? Working with my clients. So you created your business. Did you really take out the time to flush out who your ideal customer avatar is? Did you go through and ask all those pesky little questions like, what are my avatar's hobbies? What does my avatar care about? What does my avatar do for fun? What does my avatar do on the weekends? Where does my avatar go on vacation? And yes, all these questions are super important because you have to understand how your ideal customer avatar thinks. So remember I talked about in episode 14, right? Narrow niching down based on geography. So when I was in real estate, I remember I went back through my customer avatar worksheet and that's when I got the idea for a lead magnet that I could use in my podcast. And guess what? It worked. So your podcast does not necessarily have to be around your core business or your product. You just have to make sure that you talk about it. So for instance, if you're in real estate or you're in self-help or you're in marketing or whatever it is. Does that mean you have to create a podcast around that topic? No. Well, what is this blasphemy, Cliff? It's simply not true. Well, as I pointed out before, as a real estate agent back in the day, if I created a podcast around real estate, which was my core business, no one would listen to it. The only people who love talking about real estate are real estate agents. And I don't think any real estate agents are going to be listening to my show. So if you're going to go through the trouble of setting up a podcast, and by the way, you should set up a podcast. You want to create something that your ideal customer is actually going to want to listen to. Take this podcast, for example. I'm passionate about podcasting. I love talking about podcasting. And I love helping other podcasters. Right? So the people that are listening to the show are wanting to take their podcast to the next level. And that's what we discuss here. Now, for the, co the client that I'm working with, does his ideal customer like whiskey? Do they enjoy having a glass when they're out with friends or do they have a glass before dinner as some kind of a cocktail? Well, if this is something that they enjoy, then having a podcast around whiskey would fit right in. Why? It's entertaining. It's fun. You get to go out to all these local whiskey distillers in the area. You get to try all these different whiskeys. You get to talk to the owners, you get to learn more about their stories. You're talking about something that your ideal customer cares about. So if you're listening to this and you say to yourself, yeah, but my ideal customer, they, they don't care about whiskey. Well, you know, that's the thing. They don't have to take whiskey out. Anything else that they might be interested in, insert that into the space. Maybe your ideal customer loves going to really good restaurants. You could do a show around that because it fits right in with your geography. Remember, you're helping to build that relationship with your ideal customer. You just have to make sure that when you're doing your episodes that you actually talk about your business as well to remind them. So I met this real estate agent who is absolutely crushing it because she loves cigars. She got in with some cigar groups in her area 
Her Instagram feed has her connected with all these other women in the area who love cigars. Her business is crushing it because who typically likes cigars? People who are more affluent. So go back, look at your avatar worksheet, find out what your ideal customer cares about, what their hobbies are, and then ask yourself, does it make sense for me to create a show around that? Am I also going to be able to talk about my business and what it is that I'm doing? But more importantly, is it something that you are passionate about as well? If you've got all those things in alignment, if you can check all those boxes, then yeah, do it. And just think about all the additional revenue opportunities that you're creating because of it. Sweet Moses, it makes my head spin just to thinking about it. So if you need help flushing out your ideal customer avatar, really build out a podcast that's going to work for your business, head over to podcastwithcliff.com. Let's brainstorm. Let's craft a plan that's going to elevate your podcast, support your business objectives, and create something that your actual ideal customer is going to want to listen to. Once again, podcastwithcliff.com. And with that, I'm going to draw this episode to a close. Make it a great day, my friends, and talk to you soon.